welcome to Power Start Your Day with Dame Nicola Smith-Jackson, helping everyday people to build their empire and win at life, money, and business. And now, here's your lifestyle money and business coach, Dame Nicola. Good morning, family, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Dave Nicole Smith Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning. Resuscitate your passion and renew your mind so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you. Because he wants you to start winning with life, money, and business. And listen, this is the deal. We're on the series, How to Let Your Soul Own Your Goal. And it doesn't matter what even God wants for you. It doesn't matter even what I want for you. It's about what are you willing to do for what you want for you. Today we're going to be talking about signs that you're motivated to meet your goals in life. The funny thing about it is that goals, it doesn't matter exactly what the goal is. There are principles or guidelines that you can start living by that whatever goal you set your heart to, go to the book of Colossians on this morning, and this is a very familiar passage here for Power Start Your Day, because this is how I do everything, and if I don't do it this way, I just don't do it. Colossians 3, 23 through 24, and we're going to talk about the signs that you're motivated to meet your goals. Now, it could be about something in your life, something in your business, something about money. If you follow this, you'll know whether you're motivated to meet the goal or not. Father God, we come before you. We honor you today because today is the day you've made and we're glad. The voice we're here in the land of the living. Lord, help us to remove the spirit of slothfulness from the assignment that you've given us. Let us dig deep down into our soul to connect to our spirit man. It's always a winner. Let us remove any thoughts of rejection or apprehension of moving forward to what you have called us to do, to renew our mind and not conform to this world. But we need the help of your Holy Spirit to keep that in the front of our hearts and our minds. Make that a priority that we will do everything knowing you're watching us, knowing that you will reward us and push through anything. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, family, let's go on and turn to Colossians 3, 23 through 24. And let's read and let's have a real grown folk talk about letting your soul own your goal. The word says, work at it it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. 
since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Now, this has been a super motivator for me, this passage. Guys, I... Yeah, I'll always keep it real. I was I bumped into this passage probably when I was about twenty one, twenty two years old, reading my Bible after I had Savon. Hard time. I was a single mom from the very beginning of his life. Drove myself to the hospital. And that wasn't the hard part, honestly. I just look back and say, how did I do that? And I know I didn't. God had to be with me. Angels had to be driving the car. You're in full-blown labor driving a vehicle to the hospital, and you get out the car, and you walk in the hospital. I don't even know where the strength or whatever came to, but let me tell you something. I knew that I needed to save my son's life. But when you come through those types of things and being able to bring them home, you've had babies, right, before women, men. If not, you've been around babies and getting a very big, a lot of attention, a lot of attention. So here I was as a single mom still having an outdo care to the point where I'm like, okay, I got to still feed this child. We're not moving out of this house. I got to. So I literally just started inviting people to my house and doing hair in my kitchen, my clients, because remember, I had a interruption. I worked all day long the day I went into the hospital. I had to get back to work, and, and I said, wow, since if I am well enough to get up and drive to the hospital because he was in NICU for a few weeks, if I was strong enough to get up and drive myself to the hospital to make sure I was there with my baby, in between, while he was there, I took advantage of being able to do a few clients in my kitchen, my very close clients in my kitchen. And when I can think about those two, they're still my friends to this day. But after going back into work and going into salon, everything I did, I had to wake up and, and seek God's face. And, and the motivation was like, it was I had blessed with a life to govern, and I got to do this right. And I started doing everything in my life like that. Like whatever I was blessed to do, I'm like, I got to do this right. So my mind and my willpower led me to seek better skills and intellect in everything. So whether it was how to take care of babies who were sick, I started reading about that, and I started learning about whatever challenges my son had then later on, even in the high chair, and he might puke, and it goes all the way across the room. But before that, when he was a baby, I mean, I might have given him a bottle, and I didn't know how severe it was. And then I look around, and my baby's face is turning red. And, and next thing you know, it was like he was looking. I wasn't sure if he was having a seizure or what it was. But I realized it was the food coming up, so I had to learn 
how to position him, how to keep him all the way up. So even in the middle of the night, waking up to feed him, I already knew I had to be awake for at least an hour. And I stopped thinking about, oh, I'm losing sleep. Oh, I'm whatever. I mean, come on, it's me and my baby. Through walking around. We called him Tasmanian Devil. <laughs> he was so active. And now here it is, 26 years later, and you go through that again with the, the twins I had, and now Juan coming home with the heart monitor, whatever. I started realizing very young that life is a blessing. So I became self-motivated. And so that was the initiation. And typically there's always something that initiates you to get moving or create a goal. Most of the time, typically what a goal is, there's no goal if you already have it. But now you owning that goal with your heart, mind, and everything in your being is what really create success, but most people are not motivated, meaning their problems don't motivate them enough. There many people I see with challenges and they keep them for years. You might say, well, where they're depressed, I'm going to tell you something. I believe that if I didn't get moving out of my problems, me, me, and me, I would have gotten depressed too. The longer you sit still in whatever it is that you don't want, it is going to depress you. So I'm going to give you five signs that you're motivated or your soul owns your goal. And if not, at least you know where to start. Some people say, I just want more money. For what? What do you want more money for? If you don't know what you want more money for, it might come and it's going to go. So you need to have some very clear motivations or goals. We're right smack dab in the middle of the Multiply Your Moolah Blueprint Challenge. And we're going to be talking today about how do you really multiply money and where do you do it? Trust me, it's going to blow your mind. There's probably a thousand ways you can multiply money, but most people don't even the goal to focus on one or two. Got to make your motivations clear to yourself first before you got to make them to anyone else. And I can tell you this. If you roll your life like Colossians 3, 23 through 24, when you say, listen, I'm doing this as unto the Lord, guess what's going to happen? You're going to start seeking the Lord for what you do. And your motivations now will be the same motivations as God. Then he got to get all up in your business. This is some secret sauce right here, y'all. If what you want to do is what God wants you to do, you get super fuel. But most of the time, when we seek and we do things out of selfish ambition and we wonder why it's always such a struggle so hard, the motivations are not pure. But when we do it that way, I want to give you the first sign that you're motivated. Number one, 
you become a self-starter. You're a human alarm clock. If you always got to be reminded. I, I've been coaching people in business for a long time. And if you always got to be reminded, like if it comes to your money, you got to be reminded to review your accounts. You got to be reminded to, you know, um, to pay yourself first. You got to be reminded. Your soul, your soul does not own the gold. You have to start to do it like I'm doing this as unto the Lord so I can leave an inheritance for my children's children. I'm doing this so that I can laugh. I'm doing this so that, you know, I can be a better instrument. Who? How can you be the best instrument for the kingdom if money is always in your way? One of the reasons you got to multiply money is so money is not your problem. So you got to be a self-starter. you got to be a self-starter. Are you in a business and you have coaches that always got to remind you, go and recruit and go and seek out and go help people every day? You always got to be reminded your soul does not own your goal. No one can override your soul, not God. That's why the word says you have to do it as unto the Lord, knowing what your reward is. Number two, all right, that's your soul on your goal that you're motivated is there's minimal absenteeism. You know, some people always like, it's always a conflict or, or I always got something else to do or, oh, I, was, I wanted to be there, but I was this, but it wasn't a priority. If your soul owns your goal, it's a priority. And you know how to compartmentalize what goes first, second, third. If your soul really owns your goal, you're going to look for how to knock down every obstacle, including if it's yourself and your mind. You're just not going to tolerate not meeting your goal because it's a priority. So whatever has to be done for that goal becomes the priority as well. I am like just in awe when I see people say, Oh, I didn't I missed the training. Well wasn't it on your calendar? How was that a part of your goal if it wasn't calendared in? That's why I share the Power Move Planner, say, hey, calendar it in, write it down, make it plain, make sure it's at the front of wherever you are because five years going to come, God willing, anyway. And what you should have did five years ago is what you're going to live five years later. So if you keep skipping what you're supposed to do in the five minutes, the five hours, the five days, the five months, your five years later is not going to look like you had a goal. There's not always going to be this conflict for you to be committed, which is number three. The commitment. Not only that you're a self-starter and that you show up, you're stable. You're committed in the goal. Lack of consistency is lack of commitment. Yes, we 
can have areas of our lives. You're not going to be perfect in every area, but let me tell you something. Prioritize what's important. Because if you grown and you get help, that's temporary. But you positioning yourself to help yourself can have permanent, lasting, long-lasting in your life. So commitment to that purpose is, is, is that means that your soul owns the goal. And that commitment is going to mean that you're also going to have that same power. You might face some problems and difficulties, but setbacks, but you ain't going back. I've been there. Things that try to slow you down. I mean, just like, you know, Pink Millionaire Club, I've been working on this for years. And then I went and I thought I was going full steam ahead and got a big setback. But guess what? It's coming back right now. We are about to launch it, the biggest launch ever. But it was right in God's time because this time I have people who are backing me. I mean, literally, I'm heading back to Atlanta right now to go and do um, all the videos for the coursework. I mean, God has sent a huge army of believers for the team that, I mean, it's just going to be amazing. But in that setback, if I would have just allowed that to make me forget my goal, I just couldn't even imagine that. Because I'm doing this as unto the Lord, not unto man. He told me to do this over eight plus years ago now. But some people will forget what God said eight years ago. Some people forget what God said when they were eight years old. But you got to have staying power. And the fifth sign that your soul owns your goal and that you're motivated to do it is you'll invest the time, money, the talent on up-leveling your skill, you won't skimp on that. You'll stop just trying to speak how much you can get for free. Get motivated to make this soul, your soul, own your goal. I want you, if you know anyone, get that. Get them inside of the Multiply Your Moolah Challenge. Listen, today we're going to be doing a giveaway. I'll be letting everyone know when I'm going to be going live in there. We're going to be giving away $500 to the person who actually added the most people in the Power Moves group and got them registered for the Multiply Your Moolah Blueprint Challenge because I know that this is a goal that everyone wants. They never knew how to get there. Who are they teaching them, right? If you have the opportunity now, let your soul own your goal. My family and I just please let a Jesus over us on our travels back home to Atlanta. And as we continue to work as unto the Lord, a lot of men will continue to be blessed. And we want you to do the same thing. We kingdom builders, and we're helping you become competent cash flow creators. We love you. God bless you.